When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, beautiful people? Today, we're talking about two ways in which narcissists and toxic people handle conflict. If you're new here, my name is Lee Hammock. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist. And welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks, folks, folks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Welcome back. So two ways in which narcissists and toxic people handle conflict. How do they handle conflict? You know, are there more than two ways? Yes. But today I'm about to talk about the two main ways that a lot of narcissists and toxic people will handle conflict. Not all narcissists or toxic people handle conflict in the same way. Let me say that I got to, I have to shout that from the rooftops because there's people out there who watch this and it's like, Lee, you can't speak for all narcissists because you don't know all narcissists. You can only speak for you. Blink, 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 blinkity, blinkity, blink. Um, Lego Batman. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Two ways in which narcissists and toxic people handle conflict. Like seriously, y'all. So the first way is rage. The first way that narcissists handle conflict is rage. Narcissistic rage. Getting angry as hell. Getting um getting super angry. Getting super uh just beating on their chest, posturing, throwing things. Threatening to hit you, yelling and screaming, you know, making just just loud, loud, you know, language. (laughs) You know what I mean? Y'all, if you've dealt with a narcissist, you've probably dealt with narcissistic rage. But not all narcissists rage. We'll we'll get into that later. But narcissistic rage is when they just go into these just like word salads of anger, uncontrollable anger. Sometimes a lot of you hear a lot of people say like the narcissist eyes change colors or they dilated or something like that because they're raged out. Can a narcissistic rage lead to some physical um, assault? Yeah, absolutely. When they lose their minds and they blank out sometimes, they will put their hands on you or they, their body parts on you or they'll use some weapons against you or they'll injure, they'll injure, they will injure life, y'all. Let's be realistic. Some narcissistic people, when they rage out, will end your life. When, it, when the conflict is brought to them, even, yeah, even when the conflict was of their own doing when you're just trying to hold them accountable for something that they have done they can still rage out on you 
they can absolutely still become angry as hell at you and use it. Like, yeah, yeah, just be angry. Use this against you. Be mad. Y'all be mad to the highest of peaks. Be mad to the highest of heavens. You know, because you're just trying to hold them accountable. You discovered that they were hiding money. You discovered that they were cheating. You discovered that they were lying. You discovered that they were drinking again, even after they promised that they wouldn't drink again. You know, they cut out the drugs. They cut out the alcohol, whatever it is. You discovered it. Somebody told you or you or, or they told you they even if they come to you and start the conflict, they can still rage out on you because they because this is what a lot. This is what happened with a lot of narcissists. Y'all. They think because they tell you about what they've done wrong, you should automatically approach them in a different way. Hey, at least I told you, didn't I? Yes, I cheated with your best friend, but I didn't have to tell you. I don't get any. I don't get any points for telling you that I cheated on you with your best friend in our bed while you were watching all the kids. I don't get any points for that. I should get points for that. You were really angry at me. You're really angry at me. Ah! And then they lose their minds and start yelling and screaming and going crazy because you try to hold them accountable. You get mad. You become dismissive. You don't want to hear it. You want to break up with them. You want to end the relationship. They'll, they, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, they will get mad as hell, y'all. Some narcissists will absolutely get mad as hell, lose their everlasting minds, and just go all out with the insanity because it benefits them. You know, the rage benefits narcissistic people when they raging out on you. The rage, there's a benefit to rage and not all narcissists rage in the same way. y'all. Some narcissistic rage can involve the silent treatment where they're just ignoring you, you know, and stuff like that. That's that's a part of narcissistic rage. Too. Narcissistic rage is not always yelling and screaming. Narcissistic rage is just looking at, instead of yelling at you, they just they're, they're just being quiet. You know, they just remo- they just remove the communication. Right. They remove the communication from you. That's still rage. They're so mad that they don't have to yell and scream. They're so mad that they don't have any words anymore for you. You know, they're so damn angry that they don't have any words for you anymore. That's how that happens right there, y'all. Like they, they get so goddamn mad that they just like, okay, I'm so angry. I don't have words. I'm so angry with you. I can't talk to you. You see what I'm saying? That's what happens. They get so angry that they don't even want to talk to you. They're so furious that they don't want to communicate with you. They just like literally they've removed the communication aspect and hopefully, you know, like you'll get past it and whatnot. That's the mindset of a lot of narcissistic people when the conflict is brought to them, even like I said, even if they start the conflict, even if the conflict is of their own doing, they did this. They created the conflict. They created the issues. It doesn't matter. They still feel like you, like this is how it's supposed to go. I told you, right? I told you so. You should forgive me. You should hunt holding me accountable. Blah 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 blah. Y'all get it. You know what I mean? Um, and the next way, y'all. The next way. I say I'm gonna be two quick ways that narcissists handle conflict. The next way is avoidance. The next way that narcissists handle conflict is by avoiding the conflict overall. You know what I mean? The narcissists avoid the conflict overall. They're just like, I'm just gonna avoid it. I'm just not going to deal with it. The easiest way for me to handle this stuff is for me to not deal with it at all. That's what happens to a lot of narcissists and toxic people right there. They just avoid it at all costs. You know, they just don't bring it up. They don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about this later. 
You mean, could silent treatment also be part of the avoidance? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I know people gonna say, well, isn't being silent to kind of avoid it? You're, you're just kind of repeating yourself. Yeah. Silent treatment can cock. They're so angry that they give you silence. They give you silence. They don't want to talk to you. And they also avoid you. You see what I'm saying? So this isn't like silent treatment can cross. Silent treatment is like the silent treatment bridges the gap between the con- the, the conflict, how narcissists handle conflict. Right. You know what I mean? Silent treatment bridges the gap. But yeah, avoidance. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. They, not, they like they don't. They might not get mad at you. They might not give you the silent treatment. They just don't want to talk about it. They keep they keep putting it in off. They keep avoiding the issue. They keep avoiding going to therapy. They keep avoiding having this conversation. They keep avoiding sitting down with you and talking to you about it. They keep avoiding telling their parents. They keep avoid like the conflict could be y'all getting the getting a divorce. They keep avoiding telling the kids. Let's sit down and tell the kids we're getting a divorce. No, let's let's wait till later. Let's just do it later. They just avoid the inevitable. Like avoidance is a big thing about like how narcissists handle certain conflicts. Because in the mind of a lot of narcissists, y'all, it's like if we we feel like if we avoid it, then it will just go away on its own. If I don't have this conversations with the kids about getting the divorce, maybe we won't get divorced because that makes it real. If I handle the conflict, if I don't avoid it, it makes it real. You see what I'm saying? That happens so many times in these toxic relationships with narcissists and toxic people. It really, really does. So if you're dealing with narcissistic people, that happens, y'all. It really, really does. So that's why I'm just telling you, if you're dealing with a toxic narcissistic person, this is part of the dynamic right here. You can win. You just have to take the necessary steps in, in the right direction to win. Like they're going to rage out of you. They can avoid you. Like I said, you like if they are avoiding the issue, sometimes you might have to take the necessary steps and handle it on your own. Whatever accountability looks like, sometimes, like I said, if you are, like I said, the divorce situation and whatnot, and you, they're avoiding handling it, talking, ha- talking to the kids or whatever, telling people about it, you might have to take the necessary steps in the right direction because they might not ever want to do it. Because, again, they feel like if they avoid it, then it might not really happen. If I avoid talking about it, if I avoid dealing with it, if I avoid bringing it into the real life, then it might not happen. If it doesn't happen, then I'm good to go. You know, if I can avoid it to the end of the earth, then I'll be good to go, so to speak. That happens so much with toxic narcissistic people in these relationships. They avoid it. Ignore it. They can stonewall you. They'll stonewall you. And just like if you try to talk about it like at nighttime, they'll just like, let's talk about it tomorrow night. Right before we go to bed, they'll hop in the bed and speed sleep. You ever seen somebody speed sleep? They hop in the bed and they just almost sleep immediately. Like you go take a shower. You want to break. Hey. I'm going to go brush my teeth. When I come back, we're going to have the conversation, okay? All right. They sleep as hell when you get back. You go in there to use the bathroom. I, I got to pee real quick. I'll be right back. We're going to have the conversation, okay? Speed sleepers. You know what I mean? To, to avoid the issue. Or we'll just have the conversation in the morning then. They get up and leave in the morning early. They come home later. Like, this just avoid, like, narcissistic people avoid handling, handling the conflict because, you know what I mean? They feel like if, if I avoid it, then it doesn't happen. Then I won't get held accountable. You know what I mean? That what happens right there. Really, really, really. That's really what happens, y'all. So those are the main two ways right here. Bonus way, bonus. If you stay this long, you get a bonus way of how narcissists handle conflict too. So thank y'all for making it to the end. Just type, look, if you made it this far, just type the word bonus in the conversation. I appreciate y'all. Just type bonus. Because like another way they can do it, y'all, they'll just agree to disagree. Let's, can we talk about this? Let's just agree to disagree. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not right. I'm not right. 
you know, unless they agree to disagree or they'll just ram the con whatever decision that they make, they'll just ram that down your throat. You know, they'll just, whatever decision, they, whatever decision benefits them the most, they'll just go with that because they'll call your bluff. Well, what are you going to do? Leave? Yeah, I cheated on you. What are you going to do? Leave? I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to be angry at you. What are you going to do? Leave? I make all the money. I pay all the bills. You're, you're like, you, we live in a whole different country. You, you have any friends or family around here. What are you going to do? You're going to leave me? You know what I'm Some of them will just, just force through whatever works for them. You know what I mean? Shout out, to, shout out to all my bonus folks. Bonus folks. My bonus folks as well. If you made it this far, it means you, like, you're a mental illness rock star. Like I said before, but like, go ahead and subscribe to the newsletter. I have two video series coming out, y'all. Two video series that are going to be released here pretty soon. Um, one is a video series helping out with the self-love journal. It's called 30 Days of Self-Love. How to, how to Love Me. 30 Days of Self-Love with Lee Hammock. It, it digs deeper into the self-love journal that's available on Amazon. And then I also have another video series about um, understanding the cycle of a toxic relationship from the mind of a narcissist. It is deep. It is a, it's a seven, seven, eight video series. It's beautiful stuff coming up here, y'all. Thank y'all so much for the support. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video. You are a mental illness rock star and I appreciate you for being here. If you haven't already, make sure to click on the screen to subscribe to the channel and watch another one of my videos on my playlist. There's also a link available up here for you to purchase my kids book. Remember, it's not your fault on Amazon. So check that out. Thank you. I will see you in the next video. Peace.